0: Like he was a mentor of yours? (laughs) Maybe mentor is overstretched, but I definitely think that he's one of the more important figures in my life that certainly had an impact on me. And um, And he was the
1: co-founder and CEO of PillPack for those at home.
0: (laughs) that is correct i'm a second generation pharmacist and i've seen growing up the best and i guess the worst of care looking Mm -hmm. over my parents shoulder and tj kind of have a very similar experience where lenny parker his father did a pharmacy business and was a pharmacist was pretty young and had a very naive kind of notation of hey like his background seems really cool i can see a little bit of myself in him i love just i just love to learn more about what this guy is doing i quickly entered into a searching phase of i need to meet this guy and uh like, mm-hmm. I'm I gonna do that. So I started asking left and right, and somehow ended up in a Boston a Chamber of Commerce event. And <sighs> you know, uh, truth be told, there was a I had no business being there. Uh, I think I was not even 21 or older at that time, which was a, oh, a wow. quote unquote a requirement to be uh, at this uh, you know local meeting. And TJ was coming in to speak, and somehow I think my friend sent me the invite, and I kind of snuck in the back door and said, "Hey, like my name is Danny, such a huge fan of yours. I would love to work for you."
1: Good morning, everyone. This is the Healthy Idea Podcast by Iman and Nico. I'm Iman. And I'm Nico. And on our podcast, we sit down with founders on how they're using new technologies to solve critical health issues that face our society today. We learn more about their journeys into entrepreneurship and how they started their company. We hope to shed light on innovations in health and encourage you to think of what's possible with technology today. Before we get started, Amon and I wanted to ask you to leave a review of our podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Reviews play a huge role in reaching new listeners for the podcast, and it would mean the world to me and Aman if you did. Now with that out of the way, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the A Healthy Idea podcast. Today's special guest is Danny Kim. Danny is the head of corporate
0: development at Welt. Danny, how are you doing today? Pretty good, Nico. Thanks for having me. My name is Danny Kim. I'm head of corporate development. Very excited to be on the show. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, we're super excited to have you on. And then, of course, I have my amazing co-host, Amon. Hey, Danny, how are you doing? Hey, Nico. Beautiful.
0: Can't wait for the conversation.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So just to get us started, would you mind telling
0: us a bit more about what Welt is and a what is your role at the company? No, absolutely. So Wealth is a spinoff of Samsung, which is probably a brand that you're familiar with that makes your TV to refrigerator and you name it. I think they're mostly uh, making a lot of the home appliances that you might find back in the States or here in Korea. So we started off with a sensor, uh, you know, it was a spinoff. Their core technology, core hardware technology, uh, and we made a smart belt. And the smart belt that measured your waist circumference, how much you walk for the day, and you're kind of balanced when you walk and things of that sort. And we wanted to stick this to the patients or to the users and try to see if they can lead a better, healthy life. So we did that for about a couple of years and then went into the digital therapeutics business because we quickly found out that data collected doesn't mean anything if you don't give them the right action insight to Mm -hmm. uh, let them know what to do with it, spun off to become the digital therapeutics company. And I believe that was a perfect transition from being in a digital biomarker space to now a digital therapeutics space. And And all that is a very complicated way of saying that we first collected and analyzed data and now we're aspiring to integrate and to treat with data. So uh, I hope that gave a little bit more of a background about Weld. And of course, I'm a D and training, operator hard, and I did some investor work before my time at Weld. I'm currently a head of corporate development. And I think the title really is a merge of a lot of the experiences that I had in the past. You know, I entered the space, digital health space, quite early on while I was still in uh, university, thanks to my mentor, uh, TJ Parker, who founded PillPack. And while I was oh, there, the company cool. was acquired by Amazon, which kind of opened my eyes. I first went in thinking that hey, online pharmacy, like I'm a little bit of a pharmacy. I love technology. This sounds all cool. I should be a part of it. And quickly entered in, dove in. And I was very thankful that Philpec team took me under their wings. And once we made the exit, that kind of opened my ways and eyes to thinking that, hey, this could be a viable career path. you not just working behind pharmacy or being in hospital. So I did that. And then I was in the venture capital business for a while. So it was a contract capital, a university-focused fund. And we invested in startups that are coming out of the university ecosystem. And really, mm-hmm. corporate development is a merge of those two experiences, right? One is the mm-hmm. operator experience that I had at PillPack, and another is an investor experience that I had at Contrary. And the operator experience allows me to really focus on products and you know, helping the outbound conversation in terms of how do we propose our value to our partners, namely pharma and other healthcare systems that we'd like to integrate our technology into. And then from the inbound side of the things, that's where I think my investor background comes in very handy, as. We try to look for kind of the underlying assets or assets that we like to in-license, take on their wings, mm-hmm. develop a little further, and to test for its therapeutic value or to integrate it to our existing technology, all for the betterment of our pay. Yeah, I hope that answers uh, both the questions. <laughs> Definitely. So we'll
1: talk more about WELT and what you do and what digital therapeutics are, but you said something really interesting in that. You said a lot of things that were really interesting in that intro, and I would love to touch
0: about it. So you said you Knew TJ Parker, like he was a mentor of yours. maybe mentor is overstretched, but I definitely think that he's one of the more important figures in my life that certainly had an impact on me. And and he you know, was like the really-
1: co-founder and CEO of PillPack
0: for, for those is- at home. <laughs> that is correct. I'm a second generation pharmacist and I've seen growing up the best and I guess the worst of care, looking mm-hmm. over my parents' shoulder. And TJ kind of had a very similar experience where Lenny Parker, his father, did a pharmacy business and was a pharmacist. And I think TJ, from growing up, kind of seeing the problem in the space said, Always that kind of passion for integrating exciting kind of design principles that he always calls himself pharmacist by training designer at heart. So mm. my intro is definitely a steal from his and uh, his background in technology. Right, his co-founder Elliot Cohen was an engineer out of MIT, working in BC for a while, was in pharmacy school and was part of the Boston ecosystem and I still am. But I was pretty young and had a very naive kind of notation of hey, like his background seems really cool. I can see a little bit of myself in him. I love. Just, I just love to learn more about what this guy is doing. I quickly entered into a searching phase of I need to meet this guy and uh, like, mm-hmm. how am I going to do that? So I started asking left and right and somehow ended up in a Boston a Chamber of Commerce event. And <laughs> you know, truth be told, it was a I had no business being there. Uh, I think I was not even 21 or older at that time, which was a, oh, a wow. quote unquote a requirement to be at this you know local meeting. The TJ was coming in to speak and somehow I think my friend could send me the email And snuck in the back door and said, Hey, like, my name is Danny, such a huge fan of yours. I'd love to work for you. And I happened to be the only pharmacy related personnel there. I think I was the only other pharmacy student or pharmacist there in the audience. So he, yeah, really gave me a great intro and great uh, opportunity to work for him during summer and for some period of time. (laughs) Wow, that's great. That's amazing. And how big was PillPack at the time? Ooh, this was like a pre acquisition. So it was certainly in a growth stage, but it wasn't as as big of a company that it is today. And I think it was quite interesting because it's almost seeing the transition of a startup into a quote-unquote like company, right? Like where you start mm-hmm. to build a lot of procedures, system in place, and really get ready for kind of the rocket launch of a major service. And it was certainly interesting to see that behind the doors. And certainly the experience that I had there lingers on and impacts me today and affects my way of looking at startups. So I'm quite biased towards how PillPack was born and how it uh, is building a very successful case in this space. Mm
1: -hmm. So I'm going to touch on that. How has that influenced the way that you think about startups, that experience that you've had?
0: So I think it's really important to hone in down on the uh, intro that TJ gave me, or he usually gives, I think, in his interviews before, which is pharmacist by training, but designer at heart. And I I personally Mm -hmm. think that's a beautiful way of kind of uh, summarizing my experience back there, which was to say that a merge of two unlikely things is the startup all innovations, right? Two, three, even more better. And uh, pharmacy and design was the principles that uh, were uh, spaces that uh, PillPack merged. And when I say design here is not a graphic design, but more so a human-centered design or what we call design thinking. Mm -hmm. And Dio is certainly a champion of this. And a lot of great companies were born out of their design principles. I still think is definitely a core principle that a lot of startups should adhere to and look up to. And all it is to say is to really reiterate that if you do anything that has to be for your user. And uh, this is particularly interesting in healthcare. As uh, my mm-hmm. colleague's colleague pair, a uh, Julia, chief commercial officer, it said, we have three kind of kings to serve in this industry. That is patient, <laughs> payer, and provider. So it is certainly hard to sometimes think who the user is. In Pilfex's case, it was pharmacist and the patient. And it was certainly interesting to always have that in the back of our heads versus thinking that we have a really cool technology and we like to push it to the market, or Mm -hmm. we see a great white space in terms of money-making opportunity, and we like to jump in there. No, I think what ProPet was uh, born out of, and certainly I think it's still adding value today, was we saw this great pain felt by our patients and we're going to solve that and we're going to put in the technology the capital, the resources to realize that vision of making sure that patients don't need to worry about anything else but taking their meds at the right time which we conveniently mm-hmm. uh, allow them to do so through uh, front end innovation, through the multi-dose packaging and the back end innovation of making sure that all the burden that the patient has taken on. Before PillPack was introduced of contacting the prescriber for refills, talking to payers about authorization mm-hmm. and the whole <laughs> nine yards, I think, PillPack went into the space and really took off the burden off the patient's shoulder and put it onto the technology platform that they built.
1: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And for those of you at home who might not be familiar with like prior authorization, uh, it's basically when you have to check in with a, basically your doctor has to contact your insurer to basically confirm that this is the prescription medicine, whether, yeah, basically it's the prescription that you need because sometimes your payer will want you to try a cheaper medicine or a generic first. Things like that, and then unfortunately, sometimes you don't really find out until you get to the the pharmacy and you're dropping it off for the first time, and realize you need to go back to your doctor to get that figured out. Sorry about that. I just wanted to do a little tent or just let people know because I know I don't think any, I don't know if everyone has had to deal with that unfortunately unfor- and unfortunately.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, it was certainly something that I had to correspond to or understand when I entered the space. What do you mean that I need to uh, you know go back and wait for my medication? I just came back from the doctor and he prescribed medication to me so
1: exactly i was like he or she wrote it what do you mean i need to get confirmation from them
0: (laughs) so it's certainly frustrating for a lot of the times to the patients and i think uh, technology is a big part to play in per authorization space i had some friends working in this space so like benjo health actually a great startup to look at if you're interested in the pa space but that is one more time was in the company benjo health b-a-n-j-o just like the instrument the Mm. musical instrument and Uh, it was to make that more of a delightful experience really that's what I learned at PillPack too. And that's why I really entered the conversation about Amazon, uh, with Amazon and now is an mm-hmm. Amazon company, because they both are super customer-centric and um, yeah. eager to make a delightful experience out of what used to be a somewhat of a painful experience. And certainly healthcare, very unfortunately, is one of those experiences that people are really not looking forward to. Definitely.
1: And I would love to touch on that last bit. How do you approach personally trying to manage the the needs and wants and expectations of your patients, the payers, the providers? Because I know as you said you experienced that pair and your conversations like these are the big three buckets of stakeholders that you have. So how do you go about trying to think about how to manage those expectations? Absolutely.
0: This is a really hard kind of answer and question to leave my thoughts on, because this <laughs> is to say very honestly that uh, and I assume you're asking this and pertaining to the digital therapeutic space, which yeah. we're... You know, going to talk more about later. Let me maybe back up the conversation and apply it to more of that PillPack experience that I had. And this is very different for uh, what space of digital health you're in and what approach you're taking. So, if you're in the direct consumer mm-hmm. space like PillPack, there's not a lot of need to really think about payers. Right. This is really another way of saying that uh, digital therapeutics is a very interesting but yet hard space to break into and wrap my head around or wrap really anyone's head around. But, uh, direct the consumer company like Philpac, HIMS, Rowe, HERS, all these uh, companies that you might have seen mm-hmm. I think in your social media walls or even in TV commercials are really more focused about making your life better. They can make your life better by one means or the other by offering a convenience usually which I think has been the case of a lot of the successful startups at the end of the day is that it had to add the convenience factor I think to your life and once that was proven out the market rewarded for that experience of convenience. And that's what's super interesting. And also, I uh, straightforward about the direct consumer space is there is really one king to serve, and that is the patient. Mm-hmm. The rest will follow. But when it comes to the digital therapeutics landscape, it's a little different.
1: If you've made it this far in the episode, congratulations. You're one of our super fans. If you go to our podcast website, you can find our email. And if you reach out to us via email with one of your takeaways from today's episode, We'll give you a free 30 minute call where we'll answer any and all questions you have around digital health or startups.